Welcome to Making the Jump, Episode 3. Welcome to episode three of Making the Jump right here on Max Preps' podcast. And high school parents, athletes, coaches, everyone, again, I welcome you to the show. And here we aim to educate you all on the basics of making the jump, hence the name, yes, uh, to college athletics. You can listen to all of Max Preps' podcasts on Max Preps, of course, in our simulcast video editions and on iTunes, YouTube, and any other podcast streaming platform. Today, in episode three, we are talking about the new NCAA basketball recruiting rules. They did come out with some new recruiting rules that will affect the April, June, and July periods. Um, and we want to educate you guys on those new rules and how they'll affect events, sanctioned events, and so on. So, to do so, I'm not the overall expert, and I am the first to admit that, but a person that I do know that is an expert is LRT Sports CEO and founder, Kirsten Sires, and we welcome her to the show. Hey, Kirsten, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. So let's get right into this. We got um, August 8th, NCAA released new recruiting rules uh, that we'll, we'll probably be seeing more of the effects here coming in April and throughout the summer months when the recruiting time period really gets underway for uh, for basketball. Educate me a little bit and the people out there on, on what are these new rules. Yeah, absolutely. So NCAA definitely instituted a lot of new rules. So that ranges from uh, information to do with scholarships to agency rules but also to the more applicable rules to the high school athletes that are going through the recruiting process right now um, so some of those are um, sanctioned events um, the recruiting calendar changes and also in general in home visits and a couple other things that are super important to note while you're going through this recruiting process that'll affect the division one and division two players i just want to note for division three not much has changed so okay. they keep going about the recruiting process as is yeah so let's set the scene for everyone i know we always we want to set the scene for what we're actually talking about today and it's these ncaa basketball rules that are affecting really the d1 and d2 and and really in our conversation i always like to bring up those stats but really only the one percent to D1, the 1% to D2 of high school athletes that these are really going to affect. And then even in that instance, not all those one percenters will even be affected, but it is good to have the information, correct? Yes, absolutely. And those numbers are from the NCAA directly. So they you know, say that each year only 1% of the high school recruits are going on to division one, another 1% to division two, and then 1.4% to division Three, but that's that's a different story. And then for women's, it's 1.1% to Division One and 1.1% to Division Two, and then 1.5% to Division Three. So those are very very small numbers. And then as you mentioned, on top of that, some of the new rules are really only targeted at the you know 0.01% of the basketball <laughs> yeah. world that are going on to potentially be in the NBA and. You know, those agency rules are really going after them. They're not going after the masses of the high school athletes that are thinking about playing college sports. Yeah, it really seems like these new rules are what's affecting the shoe brands and the shoe entities and what they're 
control is on the summer months and the recruiting scene. I, I'm getting that uh, the, that's kind of the take on all these new rules. So when we talk about the new rules, let's talk about the types of events that are will be effect, affected and what they actually are. So the sanction, the non-scholastic, scholastic, the camps, like let's go towards the events and the effects that it will have on some of the events. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is important to note because they're talked about so often. And then when you break it down, some people don't really understand what those words mean. So for a sanctioned event, that means that the NCAA and the event basically spoke and said that they are going to comply by all the NCAA rules. So um, and that means that, you know, Division One coaches are allowed to attend. So when you're going to a camp, you want to make sure it's an NCAA sanctioned event. There are, which they're, you know, doing a lot of effort to make sure that these don't pop up, but there will be sometimes events that aren't necessarily NCAA sanctioned, and maybe they're saying that there's getting the, that they're getting certain coaches, but they might not be. So you just want to make sure that you're looking out for those events that are actually sanctioned by the NCAA. Um, and it's basic, basically just a general certification saying, hey, um, you know, you're allowed to run this event, and we want your kids to come, and coaches are allowed to be there. So those are s- certain things that are very very important to know and then another thing go ahead oh no no i i agree on the sanction events people always see that and they're like is this you have to be ncaa certified for ncaa coaches to actually attend that event in any way yeah absolutely yes and then ncaa can monitor and basically regulate everything to do with that event um and, and the basketball in general so they're trying to you know kind of put their hand in it and say, hey, we're making sure that these athletes and coaches are following certain regulations in order to remain eligible and everything else. So sanctioned events are super important to know if you're a basketball player. That's where you want to be. Um, The next one that I'd like to bring up is non-scholastic but sanctioned. So that's more of like your AAU tournaments. um, And that means that you're kind of not dealing directly. You might not be dealing directly with um, shoe brands and everything else like that. It's more um something that is just like you know the aau tournaments in general um and when you're talking about scholastic specifically so a scholastic event means no involvement from apparel brands whatsoever um and those could be scholastic sanctioned events and non-scholastic non-scholastic sanctioned events as well so you want to make sure those are there and then a new thing that you know you hear of camps and showcases and everything else but ncaa for basketball they're really making sure that there's a new grouping of camps that are coming up that are run by the NCAA and other institutions. So USA Basketball, NBA, NBA Players Association, and the NCAA. And this is the first time that you'll really see these four powerhouses kind of get together in order to run these camps and kind of go forward with the new recruiting practices that they're that they're putting in place given everything that's been going on in the basketball world yeah i think that's the one that is is getting people a little bit because i from what the new and we'll go into the recruiting calendar and the kind of like the changes but it seems like with the new recruiting calendar those are going to be affected the most for the shoe brands these events so the non-scholastic sanctioned events where there was more time to go to these events at the end of July, beginning of July, if you have it throughout April, um, everything from, you know, Bigfoot or in the past Super 64 or the Nike, any of those, right? I always like to say the EYBL and the Peach Jam and the Under Armour circuits that they have. So uh, 
all these events that we have in the past are going to get affected in the July period mostly, um, especially because of these new camps probably that they're going to be implementing. So let's kind of talk about the new recruiting calendar changes. We've we've touched on the types of events that people need to kind of be aware of, which are the sanctioned, non-scholastic, the scholastic and camps. So just parents be aware that when you're going to a camp or a or or any of these events that they are either sanctioned or non, so you so you know you're getting yourself into. But now with the recruiting calendar changes, how that affects when those events are going and when coaches can actually go to those events and watch you. And, and maybe we touch on that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So this is a really important thing to touch on. Um, the first one, which to me I think makes the most sense, is student-athletes now get a chance to go on 15 recruiting visits, which is – you know, staggering. I think it's great. You get to see more schools and everything else. Before, it was only five. Jeez. So we, we, we tripled the amount of uh, official visits that you can take. And just to point out really quickly for any athlete out there, an official visit is when a coach asks you to go see their program and then the school is actually paying for, you know, your travel, your hotel mm-hmm. and everything else. And they are hosting you as a recruit on that official visit. An unofficial visit is just when you're paying and it, for the visit in general. So you can still get asked to the to, to see the school, but it, it depends on whose dime it is that makes it unofficial yeah. versus not. So that's just so something five really. Five to 15 though. And it starts August, 15. your junior year? Yes. Yeah, so um, August 1st of like when your junior year is over, then it starts August okay. 1st. So basically okay. you're done with your junior year. So you're technically at you're that gonna point be a where senior. you're now a senior. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So. Uh, You just want to make sure that that's out of the way. I think they're trying to push back recruiting, which I don't think is a bad thing either. They want to make it a later process. Previously, you would have heard of, you know, student athletes potentially getting offers or recruited when they're, you know, sixth, seventh and eighth grade. They're trying to stop that and they're trying to push it back and kind of make it all on the same page. So that's why you're seeing these implemented. I think it's great personally for the 15 schools because how do you go on five school visits and really know where you want to go? I think it gives kids more option and more time to plan out uh, the schools that they might want to attend. We talked about this last time, but when you're signing your NLI and you're really committing to a school, you need to make sure that that's the school where you want to go. So that's one of the biggest things implemented. And then the next one that I think is important to just note is that the recruiting calendar in general like has changed. Mm-hmm. Typically there were three uh, recruiting trips allowed by coaches in July, recruiting weekends in July, and it's narrowed down to two. So okay. those have changed, which is a little bit different. And they've also opened up two weekends in June, which has not, which we haven't seen that before. And then the April period still stays the same. So there's a couple different things um, and I think one of the important things to note is for now, um, April is the same, but they're talking about potentially changing that after this year. So keep an eye out over the next year, basically to see, especially over the summer, cause that's when they add a lot of rules in, uh, if that's going to change for next year. And then also for peach jam, because it's in the July period, college coaches will still be allowed to attend the peach jam. So that's, that's good for the players going through the whole process right now. Yeah, how does that affect uh, the Vegas events that are at the end of July then? I know that's been kind of a big topic this year. Um, And also shoe brands all talking together because they're like, well, if USA Basketball is creating an event um, and USA Basketball is, you know, a Nike shell company and Peach Jam is a Nike event, 
Um, how is that affecting the Adidas and the Under Armour events? And are they getting an equal time? Or are they going to have to push their events to the same period as Peach Jam at the beginning of July? Yeah, so it's looking like right now they're going to have to push their events because basically what it's saying is that first weekend is still remaining the same. So that first weekend of, of Peach Jam and everything, they can still attend those events. But for the second weekend, um, they are creating a USA basketball, NCAA, NBA, NBA Players Association events that that are hosting those camps. So that's where the difference is going to be. Um, also, this is important to note that for this camp that they're creating, it's, it's going to be invite only and they're going to have um, about 1,100 high school seniors, 1,000 juniors, a very small amount of sophomores and no freshmen are going to be invited to that event. So it's something where I think they're trying to take the power out of the other shoe brands and apparel brands and everything else because in wake of everything that had just happened. So everything exploded, right? And now they mm -hmm. want to try and reel it back in. Um, they're doing the June periods in order to allow college coaches and high school coaches to kind of rekindle that relationship again. And I think they really want to hone in on bringing things back to old school. I'm going to play on my high school team. The coach is going to go to the high school coach and kind of create that establish, establish that relationship again between the college coaches and the high school coaches. So you see a bunch of things changing. Um, even the in-home visits has changed. So that's something where that has gotten pushed back. So for the in-home visits, um, they can go after August 1st of their, okay. they, oh, they have to finish their scholastic junior year. So the in-home visits will typically take place in the fall of their senior year now. So that's okay. something that as well that has changed. And I don't think it's a bad thing, honestly. I think these are all good movements, but to your point, it is affecting those other um, larger brands and it's affecting just the recruiting process overall. So they're trying to tighten their say in this whole thing that we call the recruiting process. It's all, all this crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, it seems like there's a ton to, to know and we, we're just scratching the surface really at the end of the day. I mean, looking back at kind of what you've said, you know, July evaluation period changed, you know, it used to be three weekends. Now it's two weekends. So, you know, one of the, only one of those weekends is, is sanctioned non-scholastic events, which that was what we had talked about earlier in the show was the non-scholastic sanctioned events like the AAU tournaments. And it's only one of those. So, um, that's going to basically, I'm guessing open up the second weekend of July to more of these sanctioned events. Um, that are more high school based and I know that a lot of high schools out there are kind of worried a little bit in regards to they don't really have the infrastructure to actually do that um, a lot of times you know these third-party companies or whatever it is being able to hold the event at just their facility that makes sense but for an actual high school coach and high school program or whatever it is uh, an athletic department to hold these sanctioned events um, could put a little bit of stress on some of the teams and some of them are saying it might not help as much because they might not be able to have as many events to help the kids get seen as much mm -hmm. um, if they are but uh, it, very important to know that you know only one weekend now instead of two weekends would be um, of non-scholastic sanctioned events and and that's something and then the the second weekend in July is allowed for recruiting, but uh, it's more of that camp style. So you'll probably see Correct. more USA basketball camps um, and things like that, like we had spoken about where the kids are invited to and seen um, maybe even a little 
little more of that type of style instead of these events where people go and 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 shoe brands are are included and and you had mentioned the clan the camps will probably include you know high school seniors 1100 of them juniors a thousand of them and then a small amount of sophomores and no freshmen um so it seems like the month is shrinking the e, the june eval period though what that that's something that we want to really focus on because we are high school sports and we want to promote the high school sports landscape and that relationship between the coach and the the high school sports so in june it seems like what exactly is happening where coaches are allowed to to go two to three day trips at the end of the month how is that helping out the high school yeah so what it is it basically is coaches are allowed to go on two three day trips at the end of june um and that means and these are for the scholastic events that we spoke about earlier yep. and which means no apparel involvement whatsoever and or or high and or high school events so you know we were just talking about um maybe not necessarily a tournament but maybe a game or uh a situation where there's a you know a annual tournament every year with four schools mm-hmm. and then the coaches can go to those as well again yeah. i think the ncaa is definitely trying to push that old school college coach to high school coach relationship um and they're really trying to focus on bringing it back to that and making it an effort to draw the attention into the importance of you know college coaches going to high schools and not so much on the aau or any um influence from the apparel brands or anything else like that so this is Mm -hmm. super super important to note june is new uh, you know, July's cut down. We got June in the mix, and we'll we'll see how things go. And and NCAA has straight up said that this is all kind of a test. This whole first yeah. year, uh, they're trying to figure things out. There might be new changes in a couple months over the summer. They might institute new rules. You might see um, Peach Jam disappear, which there was people talking. That wasn't from the NCAA, but that yeah. was a, you know some things floating out there that this might be the last time for this event. It might not. So I think basketball in general is so up in the air right now. But it's good to know and good to stay on top of what's going on for the recruiting space, especially for your children. So you might not think that the agency rules is as important. Uh, and it's been talked about a ton. But you might say, hey, my kid's not my kid's not going to the NBA. I don't need to know about yeah, agency. Yeah. Uh, but these are the rules that you want to pay attention to. And these are the rules that are changing a lot. So Make sure that if you're a coach or a guidance counselor out there, make sure that you're staying up to date on these as well as a parent. Uh, it's super easy to get on the site and kind of just go through these really quickly. And obviously CBS and a bunch of other news sources report on this often. So this is something that is talked about a lot where you can you know, really digest that information pretty quickly. So definitely, definitely check that out. All right. So what we're seeing right now with the June evaluation period is that it really is allowing these uh, – two and three day trips at the end of the month um and they're scholastic events so no apparel companies involvement or high school events is that correct correct yes that is correct so it's going to be more of these camp type based uh events that you're able to go to so maybe the nba's player you know the their top 100 camp that they do um or is usa basketball going to put on another camp like we were talking about correct yes okay so We've talked now in regards, just like to give everyone 
that are just coming on to the podcast or whatever, kind of what we've already talked about, if they want to scrub back um, to listen to some of what we have or are interested. We've talked about the events that parents need to be aware of with the sanctioned events, non-scholastic, scholastic. scholastic. Uh, we've also talked about the recruiting calendar changes. Big one is being in July. At the end of July, um, non-sanctioned uh, AAU tournament or non-scholastic, but sanctioned events are no longer in the la- last part of July. Correct? Yep. Yep. And so we've we've talked about just a quick July different, June different, April stayed the same. same. <laughs> and <laughs> for now, for now, for now. But we'll see <laughs> yeah. when we have all of it. Camps are coming back. Um, NCAA is basically saying here are these new rules. You take them, high schools. At the end of the day. You shoe brands, these are the new rules. You have to abide by them, and hopefully it saves everybody at the end of the day and we don't have any FBI issues. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> uh, but So last thing, before we get you out of here, due diligence. Let's talk a little bit about due diligence. We've talked about the calendars. We've talked about the events, but due diligence is always important, so hit on that. Yeah, make sure that you're checking into uh, you know the rules in general. They have longer rules, uh, they have tighter rules, uh, suspensions, restrictions, everything else the NCAA implemented. Mm-hmm. So just make sure when you're going through your recruiting process that you're checking into these rules at the schools that you're looking at. The last thing you want to have happen is you know you're a sophomore or junior interested in this one school and maybe something happened this past season or will happen next season. And they're suspended from posting for five years, and they forget to mention that in their recruiting and your recruiting trip. Make sure that you're looking all that up on your own, and you're you know on the pulse with that stuff. You're finding a lot of uh, schools are now coming forward and saying to the NCAA, "Hey, we messed this up, or we messed that up." They still get punished for it. It's obviously a lesser punishment, but you want to make sure it's not affecting your time whatsoever. Um, if they're currently in a suspended region. Mm-hmm. Um, Make sure that when that time is up for the suspension that you're going to be a freshman and then it's not going to affect you at all. So I think that's something that's super important to know <laughs> and something that can get overlooked very, very easily. Um, but I think, you know, making sure that your time at the school for all four years is as firm as possible is definitely the, the best the best way to go in this. Yeah, we always talk about due diligence in general. I think that's a theme of every time we meet up with you and, and we get to chit-chat with you. Kirsten is uh is the due diligence part. You know, do your homework, do your research. It's a big it's a big decision in your life. So make that decision with all the right information in front of you. And hopefully this type of stuff can help not only the coaches out there helping the kids, but the parents with their with their children and also the kids themselves that are being proactive and, and trying to go on to the next level. Um, so they know what's what's actually happening too, because it's a decision that they have to make. And, and we've talked about it before, but not their parents have to live with really at the end of the day. Uh, a lot of times it's their four years in their life. So be happy with that as well. Absolutely. All right, well, I appreciate you uh, joining us once again here on making the jump uh, on maxpreps.com and uh, Thank you, and and I hope to talk to you soon. Again, that was Kirsten Sires, CEO and founder of LRT Sports. And today we got to talk to you about the new NCAA basketball recruiting rules that were implemented on August 8th. They affect April, June, and July, and they affect AAU events like Peach Jam, even the Summer Gauntlet Series of Adidas, the Summer Championships. All those things are now affected and 
This is where we got to tell you how they were. So thank you for visiting us here. I am Chris Stonebreaker. This was Making the Jump Podcast, Episode 3. And keep on clicking on to maxpreps.com, America's source for high school sports. (laughs) 